This is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 71. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast, where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts... Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I am joined by my co-host Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. Lisa, how are you today? I am very good. How are you? I'm never better today. That was the most boring of all our intros. It's almost better when we kind of make fools of ourselves. It was kind of redundant, too. It Kind of harkens back to the early podcasts that we were doing. Yeah. Right? So this is the show about colored pencil and where we share and sometimes we overshare. So Lisa, what are we talking about today? Five core principles in colored pencil art. First of all, before we start talking about this, I just want to point out that, I mean, these are just, there's a lot of things I guess that could be said about colored pencil art, but this is one of the most popular mediums right now. And I think there's a lot of different facets to it. And so we're talking about the approach that we usually have is creating professional art or fine art rather, and doing realism in the, the vein of representational art. So number one. The medium is very slow, it's very precise, and rush it, and it has a tendency to kind of look like children's crayons, you know. Because here's the thing, if you start rushing colored pencil work, you know, you may be thinking, oh, this is getting a little tedious, it's getting a little boring here, I'm just going to run over this really quickly, I'm just going to start moving this pencil faster i know exactly what i'm going to do here i'm using that little teeny tiny point i'm creating this single color fade and this is taking forever so i'm just going to rush this and what happens when you do that unknowingly or unconsciously rather i should say what we do is we start just pressing harder when we do that and accidentally burnish our piece and then we're not actually allowing the pencil medium to deposit itself into the hills and valleys on the paper, the tooth of the paper. That's one of the tendencies that we fall prey to if we get in too big of a hurry. And the other one is just that you rush it and it looks like that because maybe you skipped over some stuff or you just didn't really take the time to do something correctly because you got in too big of a hurry. And so that's just one of the principles, one of the th- the key elements to colored pencil art is going slow, being very deliberate and very precise because you have the ability to do that. And so I think it's an exciting opportunity to embrace that and to try to be as precise as you can be. One of the things that I do to make to kind of help myself not to rush through things is that I set little goals for myself. Okay, I'm just oh, working on the one. ear of this leopard or tiger. I'm yeah. only going to do the ear. I'm not going to worry about anything else. I've got all night. This is all I need to accomplish. And it helps me not to start skipping around and scribbling because I want to get to something else. But if I give myself little goals, you know, you get to the point where you've done enough of them that you know how long it's going to take you or how long it should take you to do any given thing. So if I know I've only got two hours to work on something, I'm going to give myself a certain amount of space. And that's what I'm going to focus on. 
Yeah, I love that. I do that as well, and I forgot about that little tip. That was, That is awesome. Number two, colored pencil art is very, very versatile. It can look like so many other mediums. You can have it look like a drawing. You can have it look like a painting or a pastel. Anything you want. Mm-hmm. You can even make it look like an airbrushed painting. You have so many different things that you can do with this medium, which is makes it one of my favorites. Yeah. And you can dibble and dabble around with, you know, the different approaches and the different types of techniques. You don't even have to stick with the very same one. I mean, and that kind of changes it up and makes it more exciting. You may choose a different background, um, you know, support rather, uh, or you may choose a different style the next painting that you do. And that just, I don't know, it just makes it really fun. You can. You can do a lot with it. I don't feel Mm -hmm. limited at all. Any single style that I want to paint or draw. I can do with this. And like, if I want to do something with space, I typically don't do a lot of surreal work or I wasn't doing a lot of surreal work with colored pencil just because it's not that forgiving. You've got to plan it out very well with Mm, surreal stuff I'm constantly changing. Well, now you've got products like the powder blender, the way that you layer, the way you can rework stuff and erase stuff. I just feel like there's so many different ways you can work now to get Hmm. any look you want, any style. It's a really great medium for that. Number three. It is simple to start as a beginner, and it also has the potential of becoming something more sophisticated in your applications and your techniques. But, you know, that is true. It's something that you can just start out very simply, and you don't have to have a whole lot of uh, background knowledge before you get started. You can just start with pencils and color and just, you know, everyone knows how to hold a pencil. Everyone knows how to use a pencil. And that's that's an exciting part about this medium is you don't have to really start out with a whole lot of sophisticated knowledge about products and solvents and everything else. You can start very simply and then work your way up and it can become a very mature uh, medium for you in particular. Yeah, it really can grow with you. And a tip mm-hmm. I have, if if you are new to colored pencil or if you know someone who's getting started who is newer, try not to get too overwhelmed with too many different things. You don't right. need to use paint thinner to start with. You don't need to use all of these different blending tools. Just get started and draw something. Get a little bit of a feel for the pencil and then, you know, slowly yeah. advance. But it, it absolutely, it grows with you so well. Right. And it's not a messy way to go. So if you're not sure how well art yeah. is going to fit into your life, you really don't have to worry about your kids getting a hold of the pencil and getting sick from it or your pets or anything like that. Yeah. It's not that messy. It, there's just... It's a really great medium to start with. Absolutely. All right. So number four, layering several colors together is one technique that you hear often many colored pencil artists talk about. And so that is really a big core principle of colored pencil art. It's just layering. Uh, It's a very consistent method. It's a technique that is something that we hear our featured artists talk about on the show whenever we have a featured artist on here that being something just essential to their own style. Yeah. And it is something that you do see lacking often in a beginner's work is that you know, they didn't layer a lot of different colors together. They only used one. And it just has a tendency to look a little flat when we do that. And so when we start being able to layer more colors together, it just brings a little more life 
to the, your drawings. Yeah, and one of the things that it turns out is a big misunderstanding. I didn't realize it was until I was really glad that one of my viewers commented on this, that a lot of people, when we talk about layering, they think that we're layering the same color over itself or that it has to be two different colors over itself. Layering can be any combination. You can do several light layers of just the same color of green to get that green a good color saturation. Or yeah. you can do several layers where some layers are yellow, some are green, some have a little bit of red to tone it back down. Yeah. You have a lot of options there. It doesn't have to be one or the other. The other question that I get a lot with layering are which pencils, how do you know which ones to layer? Do I layer my wax first, my oil first? Which, which layers go first? It doesn't really doesn't matter. matter. Normally, I'm going to layer my oil-based pencils first just because they're more translucent. And the wax-based pencils being more opaque are going to give me more coverage on top when I need something to really stand out over what I previously had. But you can layer back and forth with both oil or wax. It doesn't really matter. You will, well, I say it doesn't matter. You're going to get different results both ways. If you're not sure what's going to happen, but there, try it out on a test piece of paper. Yeah, the results are so marginally different. And I've seen people, though, get so caught up on this. And just like with the layering, Lisa, of one color over another or the same color, like, how do I start? How do I do this? How do I begin this? And it's like, just just do it, though. Yeah, I mean, you're it. Yeah, just try it out. And you may decide that you like layering uh, wax and then oil on the top. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It depends on your technique and what you prefer and the look that you're going for. And it may be something that you, you like better. Who knows? You know, but yeah, try things on your own. Another thing, too, it's not going to be a paint-by-number. It's not an issue where you just have to pick right. the exact right color for the exact right place and you're done. With colored pencils, you've got a layer. That's mm -hmm. pretty much how it has to be done. You're going to layer things because if you're just putting one color down, then you're back to what we were talking about with the number one, where it ends up looking like a child's drawing, you know, right, it's right. like a crayon. crayon. Yeah. So you really want, do the layering, do lots of layerings. And one of the biggest things that I see go wrong in people's work is that they just don't have enough layers, they whether it be right. that they push too hard too early on so they couldn't get more layers or that they just didn't put enough light layers. They worked really, yeah. really light, but they weren't layering enough. Most of the artwork that I'm seeing in a lot of the beginner colored pencil groups, mm -hmm. it's great artwork. It's just not finished. They're yeah. on the right path. They just yeah. need more layers. Yeah, they just need to keep going. And yeah, that is uh, the curse of a beginner often is that they'll stop too quickly and not put enough layers on there. And then they'll wonder why it doesn't have that total saturation kind of look. Yeah, usually going. people are worried about messing it up. And so they stop too soon. Yeah, yeah You know that's what? True. Don't worry about that. That's a part of the process. You're going to mess things up. That means you learned something. Mm -hmm. You learned what not to do. Messing stuff up, making mistakes. It is a huge... Huge, huge part of growing and getting better. If you're not willing to make the mistakes, you're not going to get any better. Number five, different pencils and different papers chosen will make a huge difference in your end result. Now, this is something I remember thinking about this, Lisa, whenever I first started with colored pencil, thinking, oh, you know, there's probably some kind of magic X factor, some industry secret that the masters know about here <laughs> and are privy to this. And I'm going to be able to uncover this. And all of a sudden, I'm going to just know exactly all the key, you know, and I'll know exactly how to be a master with colored pencil and you know the truth of the matter was most of it is 
getting the right materials and then just practicing and, you know, grit, just, you know, grinding it out and doing those things. There's really no secret, but there are some things that I think are, are more important than others. And those are the biggest thing is just using artist grade materials. Then you rely on improving in your skill, but that's one of the one of the things that I just think is so critical. It really is. And I constantly, constantly hear from people, well, what's a less expensive way to get started? Yeah. You know what? I would say get a part-time job for two weeks and then whatever you make, put towards getting the better pencils yeah. or whatever it is you need to do. And I know that's easier said than done in many cases, but, or just, but, but wait, just wait, just hold wait, off, wait, just save saving. up. Yeah. yeah. It's better than spending the money. And I will always inevitably, when I make comments like that, I will have someone come along and say, oh, but so-and-so I saw some artwork done with, with Crayola and it was beautiful. You can do great art with table salt it's not the same yeah, not though. the, the same medium every time yeah and every time i look at the it's artwork fine. that's done in crayola i can tell it is a very talented artist and if you gave that very talented artist good quality pencils their artwork yeah. would be phenomenal it yeah, is exactly. not the same it shows in the finished work right. and if you're having problems where you're you're working I, I guess the easiest way to explain this would be go to go back to my prismacolor story I was ready to give up on colored pencil. I wasn't loving the results I got. I was seeing work done by other artists. I liked what they were getting better. I was able to do the same type of work in another medium, not in colored pencil. Plus, I was really sick of the pencils breaking. So I contacted yeah. an artist. Alan Woollett was actually the one I contacted. I He had done a flamingo that was... I had also done a flamingo recently, and his looked a lot better than mine. And so I contacted him. What pencils are you using? What are you using? And he told me what it was. I bought those supplies. Oh, my gosh. What a difference. Changing up your supplies can make a huge difference in the results that you're getting. It's not a guarantee that your work is going to suddenly, instantly be phenomenal. But it's putting you on that right track. If you're working on materials, mm -hmm. and it may not even be that, like, let's say some artists don't like to work on Stonehenge. It's not that anything is wrong with Stonehenge. It just doesn't work for that specific artist's techniques. Who so, is yes, that get high artist quality. that doesn't like Stonehenge? I'm just kidding. That is I just know my several. favorite. Song. Actually, I Alan know, Woolley I doesn't know. like Stonehenge. I'm kidding. I know that. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just I mean, That made me think of that. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, different, different papers, different, yeah. as long as you're yeah. sticking with artist grade materials different ones are, are still going to give you different results but right. you may want to try a different one and see if that works better for your techniques i'd like to try copper and i'm being totally serious i'd like to see what that would do i don't know how to use that though i don't know what it would be like but anyway i don't know what you're talking about copper you know they paint on co there, there's people that oil paint on copper so i'd, I'd like to oh. try it you know for colored pencil huh. anyway all right so how would it stick that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know, but but they use it for oil paints, and they talk about that it. Well, I understand it has how oils of, would stick. I don't understand yeah, how colored pencils. I don't know. Though. Could you use gesso or something? I don't know. I'd like to look into that. A yeah, little you bit should. More. Yeah. All right. So number six. One of the core principles of colored pencil, it has this natural translucent quality to it. I would say especially, you know, when you're using layering, you're using that layering technique that we talked about um, with wax pencils or oil pencils. You, you have this dynamic quality about the medium where you can graduate a color into another color. And there's just something exciting about that. And sometimes it can go awry a little bit, especially if a darker one over a lighter one, if it's too extreme. 
um, because if you're not careful, then some of the unevenness of maybe the, the strokes might show up or something like that. All right, well, I'm sure, you know, you guys may have other things that you could say about colored pencil and colored pencil art, and we'd love to hear that over in the colored pencil Facebook group. Uh, if you want to share any thoughts that you have about some core principles related to colored pencil art. Now, here's a funny thing that I wanted to bring up because there's really not enough, I don't think, to make a full show out of it. But I thought this was interesting. I want to see if you've heard anything about this, John. I keep having people come to me asking to do a review on Holbein colored pencils. Mm -hmm. They are telling me that they've heard that they're the best and they want my review on it. I'm not going to. I'm not, well, maybe I'll make a video on it. I've but had somebody email me about that. Yeah, here's um, why. Maybe more than once. I'm looking. I think somebody made a video calling them the best or listing them. Yeah, the they were the listed. They were listed the best. That's why and I was. Here's told. the thing about those. I just want to throw that this out there because I know so many people have been asking and curious about this. Now, while I have mm-hmm. not personally used them, mm-hmm. I have a friend who I trust very much in this very experienced colored pencil artist who said they're pretty much like working with polychromos. They're very similar. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's just something to put out there. She said they're good, well, but they're they look not like, any better than any of the like than polychromos that you can easily get. Here's the thing about they the look lights. like polychromos. They are listed as extremely good light fast. I forget how they word it. Extremely good light, something like that. Yeah. I can't find the light fast information anywhere online. Now the pencils are marked with a light fast rating, but we can't get information to find out how they tested it. Normally, I wouldn't question that. Here's the funny thing about this company. The reason they're not selling in the U.S. is they either can't or won't test for toxicity. And so that's why, from what I've talked to, somebody who talked to them at a, an art convention, talked to their representatives, they aren't testing for that. And we don't know why. Does that mean that they're toxic? I don't know. I don't know why they're not testing for this. But it also makes me wonder, okay, so these light fast ratings that we can't find, I can't find online anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't find any information on that online other than excellent rating. Um, I'm making quotations. You guys just well, they have they have they have the rating. Uh, are they using? Let me look here. I don't I mean, even know you, how they're te- if they're using ASDN. Wait, no blue wool. No, I don't know. I don't know what they're exactly. using. Exactly, nobody but knows. It, but it's inside the the uh, the cover of their. Is it saying if if I'm no I'm I'm just looking at inside cover of the box of them I see some kind of rating in there it looks like it looks to me like it would be a light fast rating How but I don't know what that it? is if you're not yeah test I don't for know toxicity that's why you 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 have no plans to sell in the U S because of that you can buy them online but like mm-hmm. you can't get it through the company you're not going to get it through Dick Blick or anything like that but you can get them I, on Amazon why yeah, Amazon. are they so expensive well better yet they're not available open stock. They're not yeah. going to be available open stock. So if that's the case, when you run out of white or you run out of one of these great colors you're so excited about, what are you going to do? Spend another $350 and get another full set? Yeah. That makes no sense. No. So you're now, you've got too many strikes against it. I'm questioning the whole time. And it's not that I'm against using a product that's, that's toxic. I mean, I oil paint. I want to know that, though, so that I know right. what precautions I need to take. I, I question the light fast because if you're having problems testing things and you're not willing, what's going on? They're not being transparent about stuff. And people who have contacted them, they're very weird from what I understand about their how they're they're responding and how they're wording things. They're not being really upfront about stuff. And they're not available open stock. And super, they are the most expensive, at least for the full box. $350 was the last I saw them for over on Amazon. Yeah. For a set of yeah, that's what I'm seeing. The the other thing that's going on here, I think, this is because I've seen some things online. 
because of the whole adult coloring books, there seems to be a whole lot of colored pencil websites that are cropping up here and there, giving out reviews of colored pencils and talking about different techniques for colored pencils and which ones are the best, which ones are the worst and all. And they'll include, you know, just any pencils in in these um, uh, reviews. I've noticed that this one makes the list a lot of times. Which is odd to me because why are you going to spend that kind of money on something that you cannot get open stock? And if you, if you, those of you who are not familiar with what I mean, open stock, it means you can't buy an individual color. You have to buy a single pencil by itself. Yeah. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah, it is. I mean, think of all the times you've ran out of white and had to go get a new white. What are you going to do when you run out of this? What's the point of having this set? And then again, if they're not really any different than polychromos, why? Why would you pay more? For yeah. it's just there's too many things that I'm not understanding, and I don't know why people are listing them as the best, given the experience from extremely experienced artists who have used them. What they've said, they've said they were good. They didn't say they were bad. They I haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen anyone reputable though list them as the best. No, I mean for I've me, seen I, it in I've videos. Not, I've seen it on YouTube. Yeah, um, it, from people never, who. It's never just anybody that a professional that, artist that I would respect in colored pencil. You know what I yeah. mean. So I don't know. It's not. It just doesn't carry a lot of weight. Yeah, it's very, very odd, and it's getting to the point where it's like it's a question that I'm having to answer so often. Yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, that's uh, there's a lot of I don't understand why people aren't seeing the red flags here and why this is probably not the pencil to jump. Yeah, I I don't know what the attraction would be even with it. I'm I'm not sure other than seeing that some people have listed it in their their rating system or whatever and, yeah. and included it. Now, if I it. could have the questions I, you know, have the toxicity issue answered, if right. I could find out for sure how they're testing for LightFast. And the only reason I'm doubting the LightFast is because I can't find it online and because they're not being upfront about how they're te- where are you getting the results? What company yeah, do you that's need a red to flag test it? Right there. Um, if I could get it open stock if they started making it available here, again, you'd have to go into they have to have the toxic tests to sell in the u.s mm-hmm. if i could get it here i would be more than willing to try them but yeah. there is no way i'm going to yeah, consider definitely. it given all of these other issues right now so right. i can't say that it's a bad pencil but this is why i there's no way i would invest money in these and people have said well contact the company and ask them to send you some i'm not comfortable doing that because i'm there's no way even if i loved the pencils i'm not going to recommend them because if you can't get them open stock then there's no reason to buy them yeah if i can't get it in open stock yeah, there's no reason for me yeah. to do that. It's just pointless. No, interesting discussion. I mean, it and yeah, it is something that comes up from time to time. I would like to review some other colored pencil lines. Only if I can get them open stock. Yeah, yeah exactly. The bad thing is people are always <laughs> suggesting contact the company because, yeah, the companies probably will provide me with samples that I could test because of the videos that I make. But I'm not comfortable doing that unless right. it's a pencil I've at least tried a couple of and know that I'm going to like it because I want the freedom to tell you if I don't like something about it. So I would rather buy them myself yeah. so that I can do that honest review without feeling obligated like, oh, I feel bad bashing them because they were really nice to me. I just don't even want to get into that. So if it's a pencil that I've tried that and I actually liked the handful I tried, then I may contact the company and see if they'll send me a full set to review. But other than that, it's right. I'm just not comfortable doing it. All right. Well, as always, the show notes will be over there at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. And if you have any ideas for the show, then go ahead and shoot us an email podcast at sharpenedartist.com or you can visit our Q&A page, uh, sharpenedartist.com slash Q&A, or reach out to us on Twitter, and we will talk to you again next week. 
Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com. Did you say five core principles? I did. Uh, We can just re-record that one again, too. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't really thrilled. Is this a history lesson? Hold on. It is. Go get your tea. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't really willing to give... Sorry. I had gotten to a point where I was just burning out with color pencil. I'm stirring my tea. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was done? sick of the. You no. Know. Okay, at okay. least I'm quiet about it when I take off and go get tea. Number three, it is. Wait, we did that one. Let's do four this no. time. <laughs> I know you like three. But. Number. Number four. Number four. Layering several colors together is one technique that you're going to hear a lot of colored pencil artists say. I don't even know where you're going with this. <laughs> Sorry. Did you? <laughs> That's funny. You're, you're reading it as you're trying to wrap like, your head around it. <laughs> I know you're going somewhere with this. I just don't know where it is. Oh, All right, you're going right, to do right. is say something that makes me say something that makes me sound ridiculous because I never know how to respond. One, two, three, four. You want me to say um one more time? Do you like that? That would be okay. awesome. Oh, yeah. Um. So number one. <laughs>